Hey, it's Leah Rance. Me and Jared are back for 2020, and we're talking and reviewing our thoughts on Star Wars Rise of Skywalker and the Skywalker saga as a whole now that it's completed. Forewarning, spoilers begin around the 10-minute mark, and we do have a spoiler-free review for you until then. Also, another warning, you're gonna most likely hate my opinions. I have literally never met another Star Wars fan who shares all of my opinions. So yeah, now that you know that, let's jump into it. Okay, all right, so um, so the reason, Jared, if I'm being honest with you, I started laughing when you were like, how was your New Year's? Uh, my New Year's, went kind of a little off the rails if i'm being honest with you okay how so um (laughs) i well first off new year's was on a tuesday yeah and i just feel like that should that should be an indicator right there that there was no reason for anything did you have have wednesday off though Hmm? did you have wednesday off yeah, I did. Yeah. it. Uh, thank God for it. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. thank God. Oh, no. So, we had been pre-gaming, and we were like, let's go over to Tap Bar and Grill, and we're going to do, like, the toast and everything, see the ball drop. And it was great. It was fine. Mm. It was awesome. And then somewhere along the night at 1230, and you have to understand that I was in no way, shape, or form in my right state of mind, Bianca, my friend Bianca, who we've had on the show, <laughs> turns over to me, and she goes... We're going to the strip club. And I was like, <laughs> you're damn right we are. Like, <laughs> we walked over. Stumbled is a better word. Wait, was Kyle with you too? Yes. <laughs> and this was his first time going to a strip club. Now, I've only been one other time. And there was this lovely girl. Her name was Magic. And With a K or with a C? We don't know. I speculate okay. a K. Mm. It just feels fitting. Yeah, it feels right. You mm. know? Yeah. And she was doing... Quite amazing things with her body, which I apparently kept saying out loud. And I was like, wow, you must work on your core a lot. I was like, dude, you're so strong. So did you get like your like personal trainer's number after that? Or like- <laughs> that was more so as being the only straight woman there. There was literally Mm. nothing I was getting out of this except for an appreciation of the athleticism. However, I will admit, I was upset that I didn't know the plot or maybe the premise or like what was her like, you know, what what was her... Uh, her goals, her wants, her needs, her motivation in this, you know, magic. But why were you named that? And and what is your storyline going on? Did you ask her? No, I didn't have time because then I turned my head and I looked over and my roommate Kayla was gone and Magic was leading her to the back room. Oh. Uh, (laughs) To to which apparently I shouted, 2020, we're living our best life. Uh, I I concur. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, when she came back out, you know, she apparently things happen you don't talk about what goes on no, of course not but things happened and they were wonderful hey good for your roommate you know um and when we went home and i literally crawled to bed um my saddest moment is being like no, that no one no one at the time because we were all too drunk to be smart thought to sing toss a coin to your stripper. Valleys of plenty. Valley. Oh, whoa. Oh, valley <laughs> of plenty. <laughs> I, Toss a coin to your stripper. That's... And I feel like there's always... A a you can little, sing. I can play guitar. You know, we could... 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah, cover okay. should definitely happen. It's happening. Um, I'm big Bard energy. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> and I feel like you know, you have a moment after you've been drinking for a while and you go, wow, I feel kind of like crap the next morning. You feel kind of guilty. I don't know. I just, it's because all the serotonin in your body is gone. (laughs) Um, But I didn't have that actually. I was kind of more so just like, wow, I was kind of sloppy last night. And my roommate looked at me and goes, you were sloppy. You ever looked at a woman named Magic and said, I'm going to give you all my money, baby? (laughs) (laughs) So, how was your new year? Dude, I DD'd. I'm I'm avoiding this. But uh, I wanted to take this time to go back to what we love, which I feel like at our core, you and I, we are just a both just some nerds just really oh, just huge dork. just dorks and we just want i just really wanted there was no one else i really wanted to really analyze this movie. I actually saw it twice. Um, okay. I've been watching interviews. I cannot get this movie out of my head. Like I have listened to podcasts, in-depth podcasts about this. And you know what? I just figure like, why not throw throw our little podcast in the ring for our thoughts on Rise of Skywalker? Okay. Well, you know what? Let's start with the spoiler-free stuff. I think it, I thought it was pretty good. I, th- oh. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> it was good. All right, Leo, your spoiler-free review. What do you give it? I, I got a thumbs up, and I'm just like, it's it's good. I I liked it. There's a lot of like really negative press around it. I'm just like, I feel like I'm like caught in the crossfire. I'm just like, I thought it was all right. Like I enjoyed myself. Oh, let me tell you. Anytime now you're trying to watch something that is this pop culture, well, there's nothing really to compare it to Star Wars. It's the biggest franchise like ever. But maybe Avengers is like the only thing I can mm. think otherwise. But you know, the internet ruins everything we cannot be satisfied that is literally what i'm learning like nobody ever can be satisfied Mm -hmm. point blank period but when i first saw it and had been thoroughly avoiding spoilers and everything i genuinely felt the same way i was like i had so much fun and like my (laughs) (laughs) and my brother was like same dude i really like that and we both just we're in like our happy little cloud yeah. until I went on the damn internet and then I just like <laughs> ruined it for myself. But I came out of there and was like, wow, I feel good. Now, when I watched it, and this is again, is still spoiler free, free for now. I did feel like there were some definite missteps and I watched oh, them yeah, happen 100%. and was like, that was a misstep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But overall... Had a great time with it and would thoroughly recommend it because, if anything, this movie has kind of sparked back up my love for Star Wars and I'm kind of like rewatching really? them all again. Yes. Okay. All it's right. kind of been amazing. So, one out of 10, before we get into spoilers, one out of 10, what would you give it? I'd give it like a six. Like, oh, okay, I'll put it this way. When I like rate movies, you're so brutal. We've done, no, okay, we've done this in the past, okay? I'm not one of those people. Who like, oh, an eight is if something's decent. No, no. Five is average, okay? Six is just slightly above average, okay? And that's it's a that's, D. Where I, that's, a, that's, a, that's not a D. You're giving them the D. I'm not giving them the D, okay? <laughs> I can't in my in my right mind I D can't, for Disney. 
<laughs> yeah, D for Disney is a global conglomerate that owns everything. <laughs> but no, like like five is average, okay? If you're like on the scale, okay, like any like a five and below, like that's like that that's a bad movie, okay? Like a six for me, okay, is just like that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's better than average. Speaking of trash opinions, I want it to be uh, fully disclosed that everything I say in this podcast will probably be a minority opinion. I'm just letting it be known. I realized as I was scaling Star Wars, because I told you I want us to rank the hmm. Skywalker saga. Not oh, I already got it all prepped. I, I, all prepped. I did not include Solo um, because I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Or... Um, or Rogue, Rogue One. One, which I know would be at the top of your list. Mm. Um, I didn't include those. I just wanted the Skywalker saga. But I know when I wrote that definitive list, I was laughing as I wrote it because I know how much people would disagree with me. On a whole, as a Star Wars fan base, yeah, I know how so? much people, oh, 110% would this. disagree with me. Um so for Rise of Skywalker, I would give it a solid like eight. I genuinely don't watch a lot of movies that I feel the need to watch again. Mm. And that was I went to a theater, Jared, by myself. Never have done that before in my life. Oh, it's such a good feeling. I was clamoring. Yeah. Oh, but I got sat by like a little kid who was like, what is that? mean what's going on and i was like luckily for my second viewing but i was like why do you take your kid do you know what i mean to like something that like clearly they have no interest in so why are they the kids asking questions no the kid was like scared like honest to god like this kid looked like she was maybe i would say four okay and there are some scary scenes in this movie Mm. like if you're a little four-year-old and you're in this big you know dark theater there were some intense moments like with the worm and everything like i i could feel i i knew what scene was going to come up and i was like oh my god can this mother please cover her eyes or something like (laughs) I i know this girl is about to scream like so but anyway, no movie has made me want to watch it again in a long time. And this movie made me be like, hmm, you know what? I kind of want to analyze that over again, like wh- okay. what happened. So, okay. All right. This is it. That's all the spoiler-free reviews you're going to get. We about to get right into it. Mm. So let's first off go with what we liked about the movie, honestly. And then we can talk about the the, the missteps. I'm going to jump into the last frame of the movie, okay? We have a yellow lightsaber in the movies. <laughs> we have a yellow lightsaber. I, I was so happy. I was, I was like, you know, because everybody's always wanted, like, Ray to have Damn, you you know, like, a right double-sided in. lightsaber or something like that. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. But you know what they've axed since, like, the extended universe, like, isn't canon anymore? Yellow lightsabers. Those were dope as hell. And then you know what? Ray has one now. It was really cool. I loved the color. I loved that she had her own. She was forging her own destiny and that she wasn't, like, banking on the original characters on Luke and Leia in almost kind of a metaphorical sense. Like, she was her own character. And I appreciated mm. that. And not to mention, I think, of if I personally could choose, I, I'm a big red fan, but... But like, dude, that yellow lightsaber mm-hmm. looked sick. I was like, this might be my favorite lightsaber. Sorry, Mace Windu. Yeah, no, I kind of say I still think purple is probably my favorite. Okay. Like, like if I play like a Star Wars game or something, like I'm choosing the purple lightsaber. But but yellow's a close second. Daisy you know? Ridley said in an interview that she actually on Jimmy Kimmel, she said she kept a lightsaber, and I think that that was the one she kept. Mm. It has to be, right? Because yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be super sentimental to her, right? Yeah, I was like, like, why would you keep like the the blue one or anything? So, um, 
So, wow, that's funny, Jared. You just went. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, literally the last frame of the movie was the thing that got me the most excited. <laughs> and it's not to discredit the rest of the movie. Okay, like I had a good time with it. I enjoyed the movie. The beauty in this movie really is in the details, I feel like, because something that I feel like um, Max, my brother who went and saw it with me, really appreciated. Uh, that was such a minute thing that I didn't even catch until the second one, second oh, okay. time viewing it. The The red... Final order um, stormtrooper uniforms mm-hmm. yeah. can take hits. Someone, one of the stormtroopers, they show it clearly, was shot and then brushes it off like it's nothing and keeps going. Oh, I like that. And okay. that is, and to, and Max said he watched that and he got goosebumps. It was literally, I watched it again a second in the frame and he was like, oh, that's amazing because <laughs> I, because he had told me, and I don't know if this is canon or not, but that the stormtrooper suits were mainly something to be used of, I mean, they seem pretty flimsy anyway from what we've seen, mm. um, you know, like used to intimidate rather than actually be yeah, of basically. any armor and to have an idea that they have armor now and that they can fly. Um, I don't know that the red ones could fly, but we saw yeah, some them, of them fly. Can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, we got jet packs. That's cool, right? <laughs> so, here's, here's, the, the thing that like I watch Star Wars for, right? I like dumb action movies, okay? And Star Wars does nothing better than make a dumb action movie, okay? And this, this did that. This did that. We had, um, you know, like later in the movie, we had Palpatine doing, like, essentially shooting like a com- like a, a Kamehameha, like mm-hmm. into the sky. All right. That was fun. I like that. It's a dumb action movie. I had a good time with it. I liked everything about it. What this. did you think of the inclusion of Palpatine being the big baddie of this episode and that basically there was no mention prior of Palpatine in the earlier trilogies. So my issue, or I mean the, the earlier of this trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my issue with this, and honestly just kind of like the entire sequel trilogy, is just a matter of that they didn't have a roadmap. And yes. like, I think it would have, like, I like the idea of having like three different directors do every single movie, but there's a reason why they defaulted to J.J. to direct Rise of Skywalker again. And it's because like, JJ set up like all of these threads in Force Awakens, right? And a lot of them were largely dropped in The Last Jedi. And then, like, okay, truthfully, if I feel like this movie could have been split into two parts. So, yes. Oh, well, go, go ahead, but I, I will continue on in that thought here in a second. Okay, yeah. So I just feel like the entirety of Palpatine coming back. And again, it's a dumb action movie. I'm not going to overthink it. It's Star Wars, like whatever, the force and all that stuff. That's also a really good point, too. Yeah. My main issue with it was just I feel like everything with Palpatine coming back just felt really, really just forced and kind of out of the blue. You know, Um, something that I will say kind of against this movie is that I really, yes, it's very clear that there was no plan and now we've mm-hmm. got to wrap this up and I feel like there were definitely glaring moments like that where Palpatine comes back and it's not even really explained why like they're just kind of like <laughs> here he is yeah. there's a voice in the force and it's like nobody yeah. even questions why nobody questions why they're just it, like he's back even though the last time we saw Palpatine he literally exploded right. you know? Like, so that's my thing and again like I'm okay. Like, if they're just like, oh, no, the Force willed Palpatine back into being, like, you know, a living person, I'd roll with it. But, like, I feel like they didn't, (laughs) I feel like that's a pretty glaring plot hole that I just feel like 
they didn't do anything with. Yeah, know? it was like Leia was like, of course, always from the shadows. I was like, yeah, we're like Leia, what? what are you talking and about? Always from the shadows. The movie, like the opening crawl of the movie says that he basically shouted to the entire galaxy, <laughs> I'm back. <Just> like, <laughs> like, yes. So like, I think all the other characters were good. And truthfully, I just think Ryan Johnson kind of wasted Snoke. And I think Snoke was supposed to be the big bad, you know, in JJ's vision, at least. Okay, so when we started this podcast, actually, what I find interesting, and I don't know if this is because I'm following so many things now about Star Wars on Twitter, Mm. but um, there's Mm. a tag that was trending called Release the JJ Cut. Did you (laughs) see that? I've... I actually haven't. No, I've been I've been on the up and up with a lot of the stuff. Is that so? No, it's probably for the best. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Because there has been a lot of a lot of controversy going on around this film. So basically, uh, there is a rumor that someone who, of course, has a inside source, mm-hmm. um, said that the movie was largely fought between J.J. Abrams and Disney on different ways in which they wanted to go. They went scene by scene. It was initially a three-hour cut movie, The and um, J.J. argued that it could have been a, a two-parter, which honestly doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Again, these are all like rumors, but I'm like, if that was the case, why wouldn't they do that? Because that mm. would make them more money, and Disney, we know, is all about those numbers. I mean, that's honestly probably why some of the scenes, I would argue, happened mm. in this movie. I think, um, not to mention, I think that like if, if you were to end, like imagine having 10 Star Wars movies, right? Like right. the Terry Skywalker saga with 10 instead of it's nine. an even number yeah, right. it's an even number it's that, an that, even that number. makes me and a lot of other people very so, happy so that so. apparently maybe <laughs> maybe again was in the the cut we don't know mm. apparently there were some more um rose scenes that were cut there were uh ben was apparently always supposed to die that was supposed Wait, to happen. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll talk about that. Oh, keep, yes, keep, keep we going, will. Keep going. That is, to me, the, uh, the coup de grace. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, oh, God. So, um, going back to kind of like what I did like about this film was, again, I felt like it was a lot of fun. I felt like we really knew these characters. I enjoyed these characters. I liked them. I liked Ray. I liked Finn. Um, the first half of the movie, now, funny enough, my boss, Lenny, said, he's like, it felt so slow. I would argue I it completely was the disagree. exact opposite. We went to like 10 planets in the first it half was, hour. Yes, it was, yeah, like, it when was we zooming. Start, when we start light skipping, like light you're skipping, I was like, oh my God. And apparently there were more planets that were supposed to be like Naboo and and uh, there were other planets oh, really? that we were supposed to go through. Huh. Um, we're going through all these planets. It's like... You know, Finn's got a a beautiful new haircut that I'm so here for. <laughs> like uh, him and him and his lover Poe, <laughs> which I basically felt like. Did you not feel like they basically were like, I, eh, might be? Okay, a big difference between me and you with like a lot of these things. I don't ship characters like. Like you Why would like, not? like, like they shipped themselves. I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, no. Like if they <laughs> if they turned out together, like that's fine. But like I'm not gonna like I don't really care about romance in a Star Wars movie. That's like that's, oh. that's my take. But see, I would argue that romance is at the heart of what all these movies actually are. They're action movies, but I feel like they are also romance movies. Every <laughs> I do. I feel like every 
Star Wars trilogy. I told you, man. I got oh some whack God. opinions. This is about- a whack one. I, I, I'm with you. You can say that The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie ever made. And, like, I'll disagree, but I'll be like, you know what? Everybody has their taste. It is. You think Star Wars are, like, Yes, I do. Movies? I feel like romance is really, like, at the heart of the story. Like, this new trilogy would have absolutely failed like on a monumental, on a wide scale. Yes, they've been controversial. Yes, they've not been as popular as the original. Nothing will be. Let's be honest here. Like, let's get that out of our heads. Like, that's why I kind of like Kylo being like, destroy the past. Forget it. Let it go. Because it's never going to feel that way again, you know? But if you didn't have the chemistry, and be it romantic or whatever, between between Kylo Ren and between Rey, just even just regular chemistry... These movies would absolutely fail because that was like the soul of this movie. It was the most interesting part was the dichotomy was the opposing dyad between these two forces. Everything else was like little like, oh, that's cute. You know what I mean? But that was the most interesting part of this. You know, I I did not feel any. I think the kiss at the end of the movie. You want to just get into it? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, again, you're you're very big on on Ray and Kylo. uh, Yeah, Ray and Kylo Ren. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Once I found out they weren't cousins, I was like, I'm in it. (laughs) I like. I can't get into it. Like I just I they they've been trying to kill each other for for three movies. And then here's the thing, at the start, like again, it's a dumb action movie. If they kissed and everybody walked away and it was hunky dory, that's as expected. But I I feel like. It, when they kissed, right? I feel like immediately killing Ben after that is the wackest that I've ever seen. Oh my god! I, I think if if they kissed, I think he should have lived. I hundred percent think that. If they didn't kiss, I'm okay with him dying. But like, you kind of like they just kind of toss like this whole like sexual tension thing in. in oh, it's they kiss not and toss. he dies. That was building. That, that no, I would no, argue okay. that sexual okay. tension. You could argue maybe not in Force Awakens because there is definitely that Lee scene where he is delving into her mind. But I would say in Last Jedi, they definitely were like, we going to start making this happen. There's some chemistry here. Absolutely. And then I, uh, I, so, so the interesting thing, and now I have so many different opinions because I've read so many different takes on this Raylo thing and, and that it was, you know, definitely fan service, which I am not going to argue whatsoever. I am definitely saying that was Disney right there throwing a bone and being like, we've seen that people really want this. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have had to do that. Because uh, I still probably would have already shipped it because I already I'm used to not getting what I want. So it was very weird to get what I want at the end of a movie. I was like, oh, that's odd, you know, and I feel like a lot of fandoms in the Star Wars in the subsections of Star Wars, not just shippers or whatever, but just regular are kind of coping in a weird way of being like, wait a minute. So we Chewie got his medal. They kissed. Uh, wait, but he also died. So he didn't get redemption. So they were kind of trying to. And this is where, unfortunately, the movie falls short. They were trying to placate a lot of different people. Mm. And at the end, there was no clear vision. And that's where it really fell short. It didn't make strong choices. They should have. And the biggest glaring object to me and the moment where I was like, oh, damn, you know, was that J.J. Abrams didn't 
have the guts, or maybe he did. Who knows if he was behind the decision to kill Chewbacca? He should have killed Chewbacca. Chewbacca should have been on that ship, and he was dead. It doesn't make any damn sense that the same... We watched that one ship go into the air. What do you mean it was a different ship? There was two ships. That was, there was some two ships. BS. Okay, here's the thing, though. <laughs> I, I would have been okay if they killed Chewbacca. It would have broken my heart. It really would have, okay? And it's, I've never felt that much of a connection to, like, Luke, Han, or Leia, okay? Like, I think they're great characters. I never felt the connection to them. For whatever reason, the giant furball is the one who speaks to me the most, okay? <laughs> That's it. So, but, so I was, initially, I was like, I was like, they just unceremoniously murked Chewbacca in the first act of the movie. I was, so here's the thing. If he was to actually die... I wouldn't have wanted him to die in that transport ship. Like, okay, so think about it. So, like, when Han died, right, he had this whole scene with, with Ben trying to, like, bring him back and just be like, right. I, I know yes. what you need to do. When Luke died, he sacrificed himself to make sure that the Rebellion can get away. Right. Right? When Leia died, she did it saving her son. I think having Chewbacca effectively killed off screen, I think that really would have, like... I think that that would have been playing down, like, his part in the actual lore of Star Wars. Oh, dude. No, I argue that that would have been... If they had killed Chewbacca, and that would have been such a boom, this is welcome to the movie. You don't know what's going to happen because, and I loved the idea that it was her that killed him because that would have really played into the whole, and we talked about this in the previous um, podcast, the thing where I feel like J.J. Abrams falls short and the reason I like Ryan Johnson's directing better is Ryan Johnson, I, I'll say it, Ryan liked, he wasn't afraid to take risks. He was like, I'm going to kind of make the lines of black and white kind of blurred so you don't really know who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. And in that moment, that beautiful moment where we think Ray using her Palpatine-like, you know, lightning to which, by the way, we'll talk about her origin mm-hmm. here in a second, to take down this, you know, ship. I was like, this is fantastic. But unfortunately, it's too gutsy for Disney right now because I'm like, you could have, we could have been following an anti-hero this whole time. If they had switched the roles and Ray had been evil and uh, went up going to the dark side, I mean, mm-hmm. dude. That, the, that, that would have made this entire sequel trilogy worth it for me. This would have I'm been a masterpiece, gonna, an I, absolute masterpiece. I, like, yeah. yeah, and I think, I think we've talked about this before, where I've said that ever since The Force Awakens, yes. they've always teased Kylo going to the light side or Ray going to the dark side, right? Yes. And I'm, you can, I would have been so in for that. Like, if there was oh, like yeah. a point in The Last Jedi where like, they both have a change of heart because it looked like they were both about to at a certain point. And then I'm assuming Disney was like, eh, no, let's let's not do that. Kylo Ren has a red right. lightsaber. He's the bad guy. You know? Yeah. Like, I, oh, God. That's the thing that hurts me the most about, like, this entire sequel trilogy. I actually think The Force Awakens was a really good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Right? Last Jedi, we'll talk about that later. Not not a fan. The best not a fan. damn Star Wars I, movie I cannot they have ever it. made. <laughs> And then I think Rise of Skywalker was like mostly built to be like a reactionary movie to The Last Jedi and the fan backlash from that. But which I think is honestly in part of it's like the lacking parts of it that like all that we're talking about with like everything happens so fast in the movie and stuff like that. I think that's because J.J. is trying to like overwrite The Last Jedi in a really quick fashion. And that was to me the biggest downfall was it was like Mm -hmm. not just just go with it, man, because instead of having Luke come and be like, oh, that's not how you're supposed to treat a lightsaber, a definite callback to when he threw the lightsaber. That was was a middle finger to The Last Jedi. Oh, absolutely. I was like, instead of worrying about what that guy did, you should have just gone with it. 
he should have had Ray still be nobody. She should have still been nobody. Yeah, no, I agree to that. Having her be Palpatine's granddaughter yeah, while it was like such a, I was like, wow, there's like 14 people on the internet that said it from the beginning. We're actually <laughs> right. Like, I was like, wow. But, you know, she should have been nobody. He, he should have stayed in the same vein of what Ryan Johnson did because as it turns out now with these finished three movies, they are basically an idea an idea kind of taken astray. I'm not going to say that Ryan Johnson went backwards, but he definitely went left field. And instead, J.J. Abrams going further or, you know what I mean, working with it was mm. like, yeah, never mind. Forget about that. And that was where he messed up because now they are a incongruous trilogy. They do not feel like a, a similar line of thought, yeah. you know? Well, and I think in... This is the one thing that so baffles me. How did Disney not have like a roadmap for what they wanted to do? Well, George Lucas didn't either when he first made that original trilogy. A lot of people don't realize that, but he really just didn't have. He had an idea, but there were there was a, a species of uh, characters in that called the calamari. You know what I mean? No, so no, like, no. I get that. No. Yeah. I mean, just from like Disney is handling one of the biggest franchises of all time. How did they not have? And they knew it was going to be a trilogy. How did they not get all three of these prospective directors, right? Even though they only wound up using two. Right. How did they not get all three of them in a room to figure out, hey, this is what we're going to do. You guys can like do like your own like subplots and stuff. But the main plot, who's going to be the big bad? Who's going to be the main characters? Like, what are we going to do? And where are they going to end up? Yeah, exactly. There's no semblance of like, like if, let's say if Ryan Johnson did like a couple of his own subplots, which he did, right? Yes. Like everything yeah. with the casino planet and all that stuff, whatever, right? In concept, I don't hate any of those things. I think, it, yeah, anyway. But no, I just think it baffles me how the biggest company on the face of the planet somehow manages to not plan out one of their biggest franchises. Oh, you and know? they'll tell you that they didn't plan it yeah. out. In interviews, they're like, they would ask JJ, like, well, what was the plan? And he's like, well, I exactly what you said. You're like, he sowed some seeds in Force Awakens. Ryan Johnson said, yeah, but I'm also going to make it really whack so we can start fresh. I feel like Ryan Johnson did J.J. Abrams a, a favor and was like, dude, let's really make this our own. And J.J. Abrams was like, sir, no, they don't hire me for that. They hire me to uh, bring back Star Trek and stuff. You better leave me alone. I'm known for bringing. He's known as the nostalgia director. He's known for that's why they hired him he was like i'm all about nostalgia and i'm gonna do the i'm gonna do what what makes sense and what works mm -hmm. and what we've seen work in the past ryan johnson's more of a visionary he's like i'm gonna do uh whatever i feel like and <laughs> and i don't know i'm coming from a very biased perspective i mean the, the, but, i think everybody is when, when we're talking about star wars though but, you know but like, that's the sad part about it is it's definitely I feel like this final movie, while it was so much fun to watch and there was, I just did feel like I was getting fan service for sure. Mm -hmm. And I just really, the glaring problem was he should have killed Chewbacca. He should have killed C-3PO. Consequences mm -hmm. should have been for people making actions. Like, Ray stab Kylo? 
Kylo needed to die right then. I would have been okay I mean? with that. Yeah, like, say, there's literally like four fake out deaths in this movie. Okay? Yes, there there's, was two, yes! Which is insane. So yes. there's Chewbacca, who we think dies in the prison transport. C-3PO has his memory wiped, which, which essentially would have been like a character death, more yes. or less. Which, by the way, C-3PO, my favorite character in this movie. Yeah. Which is something I never expected myself to say. Well, and also given the fact that they're doing a send off to Anthony Daniels, who plays, and he was the only actor to be in the all nine yeah. original movies, which is awesome. Which so is incredible. I feel like they should have given him, frankly. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say, though, on a character perspective, I think C-3PO, like, I, I warmed up to him. Like, I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, he's like that goofy gold droid, you know, but, like, he actually, he, he had some plot. He I had some plot. Yeah. I, I kind of liked him. Uh, and then we have Ray stabbing Kylo, who immediately force heals him back. And I, I have, a lot of people have issues with force healing. I don't, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it makes it's the sense force. Like, me. there's a lot of stuff that, yeah, and it's been like in previous stuff, like in a lot of like the games and stuff like that. Force healing has been a thing for decades. Like, well, people are arguing now, of course, that with the prequels, it wouldn't make a lot of sense because then couldn't Anakin have saved Padme or you know what I mean, whatever. Okay, but... yeah, but the prequels were a hot mess too. So like, <laughs> like, like that doesn't come from a point of me like defending. That. So there's that, and then uh, Ray basically dies when she's fighting Palpatine, and then she goes back. Yeah. yeah. In like, if you have one fake out death, like that's that's one. Thing. One is one yeah. is enough. One is one is enough. And yeah. honestly, like like if we thought that they killed Chewbacca, and then he, and then you find out like in like right before the last fight, it's like, oh wow, you survived. Like like we rescued Chewie somehow. I actually would have been okay with that, but it's the fact that they pulled so many. I don't know. Like maybe J.J. Abrams thought he was being clever with it. I don't know. Just like, huh, you thought he died, but he didn't. It just read to me as weak storytelling, not being Mm. able to to do what J.K. Rowling did, which was kill everyone. (laughs) I I would have been okay with some deaths. I'm not going to really come to her defense as a person, though. Absolutely not. So, so seems how we're talking about the entire sequel trilogy for the most part in this, right? Yeah. So, like, Ray from start to finish, what did you think of her character? I loved it. I absolutely loved her. I feel like at times she was a bit too powerful, um, but Daisy Ridley as an actor, um, now, it's funny, I don't foresee her going into future films being a lead actress because this was not her deal. She she actually found she likes to do ensemble work better. She is so talented. I loved her. She was gritty. She was still likable. I just something about her was so captivating to watch. Like mm. and and I I genuinely loved her as the protagonist and I loved her struggle and her inner strife and her um chemistry with Finn was just so good. Her chemistry with every character was really good. It just doesn't surprise me at all that she was chosen to be the protagonist. And I feel like she did a really good job. And I, I, I loved Ray personally. Yeah, no. So I think Ray uh, was a really cool character. And I think everybody who was like complaining about her being like a Mary Sue or whatever, like, yeah, exactly. Like, I, and you just rolled your eyes. And I completely agree. I'm just like, I think it's so stupid how everybody thinks that it's just like, oh, yeah, like, like we don't know where she comes from. Why is she so strong with the Force? Literally every character in Star Wars has been like a Mary Sue by that definition. Right. Like Luke suddenly being able to go toe to toe with the Emperor and then right. Darth Vader. Right. I'm just like, like, and like, he had like, like, you don't see any like grueling training, but like in Empire you do, but like, he's not, you know, he didn't train for years to take on Darth Vader or anything like that. Yeah. And then same thing with Anakin as a character. Like yeah. there's no reason why why he's you, Homie like, didn't have a father. Yeah, no, so like I think everybody <laughs> complaining about that was stupid. I think Ray's character 
could have been better, but I think that's also just because of, like, the lackluster direction of the films. Like, I think it would have been cool if she flirted a little bit more with the dark side. I think that would have been cool. Yeah. I don't know. I like her, though. I like her. I thought she was a good protagonist. Yeah, I, I did, too. I thought she was a really strong protagonist, and I was interested, and I cared about her. And that's all I ask for my protagonists, is that yeah, I'm interested about. and that I care about them. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Finn... My I, favorite character. Oh, I would say my second favorite, yeah. His humor they really started to understand john boyega the strength in his acting comes from his like he is so quick that i would not be shocked if a lot of the lines we heard in rise of skywalker were improv because Mm -hmm. he he's just really funny like and once they started to lean more into that like i just wanted every i wanted every scene to have finn somewhere in it (laughs) the the thing that kills me is that john boyega is such he's so charismatic as Mm -hmm. finn right and if you have the storyline of a stormtrooper that joins the rebellion, you could do a million damn things with that. Like that oh. is such a cool storyline. Oh yeah. And they didn't do anything with it. But like yeah. like they like teased it a little bit in Rise of Skywalker where they're just kind of like, "Oh, he's meeting other people who like abandoned the first order." That's neat. But I feel like it doesn't go anywhere. I would definitely say of the characters, of the main characters, he definitely got the short staff because I felt like like exactly what you said. Like, I feel the same way. He had so many different possibilities. I mean, for God's sake, he was force sensitive and we never even really played with that. I would love it if he would, you know, sign on for like some sort of extra trilogy and it's just Finn being the protagonist or maybe it's like a prequel about him being a stormtrooper and dealing with that internal struggle like Jana did which is a really interesting concept that Mm -hmm. you have these people that are being they're not clones they're being forced into being a stormtrooper they're being raised a certain way and then but still having that internal struggle like my god you know again disney though it's it's a scary layer of depth that i don't know that disney would be with going into poe i like poe i like poe i think he's fun there's like there's not like a ton of depth to his character at least in comparison to ray and finn but i think him kind of taking the leadership role uh over this past movie i thought it was like really cool for his character uh, otherwise, I mean, I, I like him. I can't remember the actor's name at the moment, but I like him. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, thank you. I would definitely argue that they were trying to make another Han Solo, and it oh, kind yeah. of fell a little bit flat. My argument with his treatment of his character, um, I loved him with Finn because it softened him. It made him likable. I loved him with Ray when they have that initial squabble over BB-8 and everything. I thought <laughs> that was great. I did not like that in the third movie in particular. In the first and second movie, he was... He had a lot of heart and you could see where he was coming from in the third movie. I feel like they kind of made him beyond his um, back and forth with Zori, which I thought was is that, I thought that was really fun. Amazing. Yeah, Zuri, Zori, something like that. Yeah. yeah. What a great character to unfortunately introduce in the third damn episode. Yeah. Um, but but beyond his back and forth with that, they, they made him too mean. I actually was kind of kind of like, dude, can you lighten up a little bit? Like, I felt like he was just senselessly sometimes just mean for no reason. Like, to see 3PO. Like, and I was like, I was getting kind of angry. I was like, what is your problem? Like, can you just calm down? Like, I actually didn't think he was mean. I just thought he was jaded because, like, he's in the middle of a war, you know? I, I would argue, though, that I'm not a big fan of the Han Solo character. So that might be oh, why. That, that, because yeah. I didn't like the whole, I was like, dude, can you just, like, chill for two seconds like i know you're gruff and stuff but like damn dude <laughs> damn all right all right that's all i take um all right you want to talk about your boy next 
<laughs> I've got I've got him in the studio. Wait, you actually, oh no! So, way. Oh, someone actually gave me their McDonald's toy, and I was like, "Yes, yes, this could be the new Captain America." Keep on giving me <laughs> Kylo Ren merch because this dude was the best part of the trilogy. Like to me, like absolutely watching his Adam Driver is my new favorite actor. I've decided of like this new crop of actors coming up that I think are honestly good enough to rival the likes of like the legendary actors we've seen before. He's just totally immersed in this character and I can't speak higher. Did you know that in every interview the actors had when they were asked the question, what character would you prefer to be or which would you have switched out to be every single one besides Adam Driver said Kylo Ren because it was such an interesting character. Yeah, that sounds about right. It doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, Yeah, like because he I felt like was the only one Beyond Ray, maybe, that had planning involved in his character. Oh, we knew- He's the only consistent character throughout all three movies. Yes. He was going to switch over. By the way, when Adam Driver was asked, he said Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> he would be Jabba the Hutt. I feel like that's a very Adam Driver answer. Because <laughs> he would get because <laughs> he'd get fed grapes and he'd get to lay around. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Solid I get it. Take. I get it, though. Hot take. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So what about you? Kylo Ren. Oh, no, I, I think I liked him. And again, like, I think he was the only consistent character. Yeah. Genuinely throughout all three of these movies. Yeah. He was very much just like, hey, he was much like how Ray was flirting with the dark side. He was flirting with the light side for all three movies. And then he literally, literally. okay, (laughs) All right. right. With a ray of light, you would say. He's like, I'm shirtless. I like his character arc. (laughs) He finally kind of redeemed himself near the end. I thought that was really neat. He's the only consistent character. Um, I loved his helmet too. The broken, the broken helmet, which was definitely a, a call to uh, what is that Japanese style of art that like mm-hmm. things are more beautiful when they're broken. Like you know what I'm talking about I the blue don't. and white vases that they have where they're like oh, God. broken. It's uh, called uh, kintsuki or whatever. Yeah. I just looked it up, but I don't know that off the top of my head. But it is. It's like it's trying to repair what's broken. Mm-hmm. The symbolism in that beautiful. These costume designers were on one. They were like, do it. <laughs> Give him the helmet again and we'll break it again. I was really impressed how they managed to make the helmet like glowing the entire time as well. So good. You know? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was pretty sweet. All right. So get into favorite scenes here. Okay. Uh, I have two okay. off the top of my head. Okay. Both of them involve Kylo Ren. Yeah. The, of the, course uh, they do. The opening shot with him just wrecking house on that planet. Oh. Like, like yeah. So the opening shot of the movie, like, it's just him just like murdering a bunch of people. The red light in the background. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. And then second favorite scene. Uh, when him and Ray team up at the end, I think like the whole thing with like how Ray like hands him the lightsaber and uses like the force transfer. Oh, that's it, my favorite scene. Oh, I so was good. Literally, so good. Just about to say when it's revealed that they're a force dyad, which my God, want to talk about the absolute biggest miss opportunity of an entire trilogy. You could have started this all over and been like, let's focus on this idea of a dyad because everybody collectively was like. What does that mean? And what could that entail? I don't, you know, because we got to see it if just briefly in this beautiful moment where they both look at each other with trust and he he does the tiniest little nod, which is a callback actually to Last Jedi where she does the tiny nod in the throne room. Then he pulls out the lightsaber that she puts behind her back. I mean, the possibility. You could have given me 
endless fight scenes playing around with that idea of being able to tap into this force that both of them are connected. The best fight scenes were when they were able to, um, I would argue that, and then when they are fighting and she is in his quarters <laughs> and and he smash, she smashes something and hits a... Um, hits a vase next to him yes. and all these berries spill out and and then he hits something and he finds out because he sees part of her room mm-hmm. what a crazy ass concept why the hell wasn't this in the first episode yeah. oh my god yeah because it's, it's so so cool because so and cool. i'll tell you why jared it's because they didn't want to stray away from what they knew would make money which was the original six but if they had given us something new and they had kept with that and just kept in that vein of forget the past we're doing this new thing I swear to you, we would be having a totally different conversation right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah I can see that. Anyway, all right. So let's get into our definitive ranking. All righty, are we going bottom to top? Okay, no, let's go to bottom. Yeah, bottom. Bottom to top. All right. Last Jedi. Oh, <laughs> why must you hurt me? I I could not stay. That was the only movie I've genuinely walked out of after watching it. It was like. I feel so disappointed. <laughs> there's, there's so many things. Because Force Awakens had me on a high. I'm not going to lie. Like, the movie isn't perfect, but god damn it, I had so much fun watching that. And I watched it, like, a handful of times over the course, like, over the course of, like, the couple of years before Last Jedi came out. And I watched Last Jedi, and I felt gross. I didn't like it at all. There's the throne room scene. That was cool. Snoke. Wasted character. That made me cry inside. And that led to our whole Palpatine dilemma that we have right now. Phantom Menace, because I actually have a brain, and, uh... <laughs> oh, we're gonna play that. We're gonna play that card. Okay. Because right. I think you're forgetting the whole, um, uh, pod racer thing that nobody cared about, like, and also the fact that these evil Jedi, the Jedi are kind of made to look evil. They're like, we're gonna snatch your child away in the middle of the night and force him into the military. This is not me defending, <laughs> defending this, by the way. <laughs> Uh, all right, second to last. Phantom Menace. <laughs> Phantom Menace. Okay. It's 45 minutes of space politics. Darth Maul's pretty neat. I like that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Darth Maul. Darth Maul's cool. I like Darth Maul. <laughs> That's all there is. You ready to get real whack? Oh, God damn it. What? A New Hope. Really? <laughs> what? I just don't remember a lot about it, and I didn't really care for it. It clearly didn't really strike a chord with me. Whenever I was a kid watching the VHS, I was always like, ah, I already know what's going on. I don't need an origin. Like, yeah. Huh. I, yeah, wow. A New Hope that really had no bearing with me, even though I will say Luke Skywalker was my first on-screen crush. Absolutely. Is that so? Yes. Mine was impossible, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right. Anyway, anyway, so third least favorite, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> they, they, they character assassinated Yoda. That made me so sad. I, like, honestly, I think Darth Maul should have been the only, like, the main, like, Emperor sidekick throughout all three he of the prequels. He got snoked, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Darth Maul got snoked. Is that a thing? Can we make that a thing? He got snoked, and then they replaced him with Count Dooku, who's just kind of there. Okay. You better leave Christopher Lloyd. God Christopher rest- Lloyd is amazing. God all right? rest in peace. Yo, Count Dooku is phenomenal in the Clone Wars, okay? But I shouldn't need to watch five seasons of a of a Cartoon Network show to fill in the gaps, okay? And don't get me wrong, I love the Clone Wars, but Attack of the Clones, that's a bad movie. The Force Awakens is my, uh... Wow. <laughs> Holy <laughs> sh**. 
Oh Actually, I'm, I, and I'm doing that, honestly, I think as my own J.J. Abrams fan service because I, I think that I put some of the original a little bit higher than maybe they really do fall in my heart because um, I, I'm not going to lie. They just they don't strike as much of a chord with me anymore. Um, so. All right, you... Wow, okay. Yeah. So uh, so my bottom three were Last Jedi, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Now, there's a large gap, and now we're going into the movies that I actually like. At least to, like, some degree. Okay. Okay? Revenge of the Sith. Okay. I think Revenge of the Sith is pretty good. Could have been better. By far the best one of the prequels, though. Oh, that seems to be the general consensus between oh, yeah. everybody talking about the prequels. Um, I would say Empire Strikes Back is my Holy, next one. Oh my god, Leo. <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? Again, I watched it a lot, but not enough, I guess, to strike a chord at 27. Like, Damn. I did. I watched it again recently and was just like, this is good, but not as good as some of the other ones. Do you think you're just like like numb to the I am your father line? Yes, I think I am, think actually. Okay. Um. Also, he does... Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's still, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It It's better than, you know, Force Awakens, A New Hope, <laughs> and I mean, Phantom Menace. I agree. <laughs> but, but I'm damn. not saying it's my favorite one either. Okay, all right. All right, so after that, I have Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Rise of Skywalker, I thought, thought it was good. We just spent like an hour talking about it. It's good. I enjoyed it. It's not a bad movie. It has its flaws. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> It, um, so here's my thing. Hmm. I told you this list, but if I'm scares being, me. this if, list scares me. If I'm being truthful, I had a lot of fun. They were in that arena. They were tied up. Things were looking dire. Anakin was in love with Padme. It was good times before he turned, you know, he had a rat tail braid. I liked it. I, I have... <laughs> I've read a lot of Star Wars opinions. Okay? <laughs> I think I, I have. have never heard of anybody ranking Attack of the Clones <laughs> above Empire. This is what I like, okay? Oh my what, god. What I would actually choose to watch over Empire. <laughs> I told you. I told you my list is oh my absolutely god. whack, but it is honest to god how I feel. This hurts me. Like, but, I genuinely enjoyed watching Attack of the Clones better than Empire Strikes Back. And I know how ridiculous that sounds. I don't care. It does sound ridiculous. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. You know, I'm gonna move on. Just okay. Gotta wash that out of my mouth. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. I think Force Awakens was just uh, just a uh, little bit better than Rise of the Skywalker. I think it was a lot more organized. Mm-hmm. But I think Force Awakens is like where the movies actually get good. And like, I really like these movies. Yeah. So, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. So That's fair. Again, okay. yeah, you know how I feel. Uh, okay. And then we're getting into top three. So what's your third oh, best? Oh, top three. Oh, wait. Oh, I forgot. So we're axing Solo and Rogue One from this. Yes. Right? Yeah. All right. Uh, Return of the Jedi. I liked Return of the Jedi. We have the same one. Wow. Return nice. of the Jedi is my third favorite and my favorite of the original by far. I watched really? it a, a million times uh, and as a kid, and I loved the whole scene of Leia getting saved by Luke uh, from Jabba the Hutt because I was a 10-year-old girl watching this, so absolutely, freaking lutely <laughs> I loved I was like, oh, man, but I think they're siblings no, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> I wasn't about to get Luke and Leia again. I wasn't about to start on this Kylo Ren Ray <laughs> boat unless I absolutely knew that they were not going to be 
but now that ship is canon, so. Mm. Anyway. Well, after that, I have a new hope. A new, <laughs> my second to last one. <laughs> yeah, no, Leah, you're hurting me on a very deep level right now. Do you know now. what my second one is? What is your second one? Revenge of the Sith. You know, it's a good movie for what it's worth. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. Like, it's fine. It's so good. He had the high ground. <laughs> Listen, I, the memes don't make the prequels good. I don't no, know how many more times I need to okay, say this. Okay, but here's my thing. Um, that was... It makes... Watching Revenge of the Sith makes me, honest to God, think about if George Lucas had control over these sequel trilogy, how different would they have been? Because... He was, say what you want about the man, he definitely had his faults, like absolutely. Like screenwriting. (laughs) Overuse of CGI, he was not a director when it came to acting, and he couldn't stop messing with his own creation. However, the biggest thing about him was he was not afraid to take risks, and he liked the, the, the idea of you're following this protagonist who eventually turns evil at the end. And we know it tur- he turns evil at the end. It's so Shakespearean, honestly, in a way that I can't get past it. I'm like, you made me like this character. And now I know he's the most evil character in the galaxy because I already watched the original trilogies. But you made me like him. And I hate that. And then you made me watch him kill children. Like, <laughs> I, it's it's crazy. But it worked. I d- it- no, no, like, I, think, <laughs> I think conceptually, I think the prequels are pretty cool. Like, I don't think we need the whole kid Anakin thing, but like, yeah, I, no, I think, I that. think like Anakin growing up as a Jedi is a, is a really cool concept who eventually turns evil. I'm mad because as much as I love the Clone Wars TV show and I've loved it for years, right? Yeah. Like when it, since it's been first coming out, I shouldn't need that to feel like I, like I've completed watching the prequels, mm-hmm. you know? Cause like there's so many things that are just like untouched yeah. in, in the prequels. And then like the Clone Wars fills in the gaps and I'm like, wow, these, the Clone Wars is really damn good. Also, it was really cool in Rise of Skywalker that they did all those callbacks to all these different characters over the years. Oh, I years. love that. Yeah. Ahsoka and, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Well, Qui-Gon Jinn is back. So Liam Neeson was in there. Yeah. Liam Neeson. Um. Samuel Jackson. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Number one. Uh, number one is Empire. I. That's why you're hurting me. You're hurting me. Wait up. <laughs> Mine's Last Jedi. Jesus. Oh my God. I told you, man. Screw. Forget what you know about the past. Let it go. He was the bad guy. <laughs> I love the, it. The, the forget the past line. Yeah. You're not supposed to listen to that. He's I, the bad guy. Man, if I find out Baby Yoda is a part of the Sith, sign me up. A minute, like he's a no, Sith. no. <laughs> he's a Sith Lord. Okay, just just let it be known. Okay. <laughs> You know what? There needs to be some order in the galaxy. You know what? You ever think about that? Mm, These people just running around rampant. There needs to be some order, so. Okay, anyway. (laughs) All right. Do you want to know my actual top three, including the spinoffs? Okay. (laughs) you not. Number three, Solo. Fun movie. It's so fun. Exactly. So many people are just like, oh, it's a Han Solo movie. No, it's really good. It's so much fun. I would be cool if it was a Lando Calrissian movie. Then I would be like, ooh, childish Gambino for two hours. Yes. And then Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. Confused. I think the first half was like a little bit shaky. The back half of Rogue One, though, I think is like the best piece of Star Wars ever. And then Empire for number one. That's just like <laughs> that's that's it. And I think the Mandalorian falls like in that like like I know we're not counting shows, but like the Mandalorian is like top three material for like Star Wars fiction that I really like. Oh yeah, you know? Mandalorian. 
Mandalorian is really good. Um, Cause it's everything I loved about the, the original trilogy. And yeah. it's just like, they take all of that and just cram it. You know, what would make it better though. Um, if baby Yoda turns out to be a Sith Lord, I then, oh man, I, I like the idea Chef's of a Mandalorian. Kiss. Oh my God, please stop. Yo, let me stop, write these dude. Star Wars movies. No, no, dude, it would be, if I had control of this series, you have no idea. Well, yeah. I would say screw you to this entire fan base. I know what's good. Leah, listen, <laughs> I have literally never heard like I've never heard I don't of care. Last Jedi best movie. I've never heard that. I've heard people defending it. Like I've heard just like Last Jedi is good, and best I sure movie. as hell have never heard anybody put Empire below Attack of the Clones. <laughs> what the hell, Leah? <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> <laughs> That sand line. <laughs> uh, um, I've spoken. This conversation. This is, this is the way. <laughs>